0: This week's question is all about the unknown urgencies that will come up each day. Hello and welcome to episode 294 of the Working With podcast. A podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Poulin and I am your host for this show. How often are your planned days destroyed by something you never even considered when you began your day? it's likely to be very frequent. That's just the nature of life. It's always been that way and it always will be that way. It's something we need to work with, though, and to develop ways to overcome the worst effects of these unknowns. That's one of the reasons why the time sector system system can be so powerful. If you set things up, Knowing what your areas of focus and core work are, then you have a built in prioritization method that will help you to sort the important urgencies from the less important ones. I have to be honest, I have never worked in a job where everything was predictable. There has never been a day where nothing unexpected happened. Take today as an example. When I began the day, I had four hours of meetings booked in the morning and three hours in the evening. By the time I'd completed my morning routines, half of those morning meetings had been cancelled. So, with all that explained, let me now hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Alex. Alex asks, Hi, Carl. I like the idea of the time sector system, but the bit I'm not sure about is how you deal with all the unknown tasks that need to be done in a given week. What do you do with those tasks? Hi Alex, thank you for your question. Now, this has always been an issue for people since the first humans evolved many hundreds of thousands of years ago. And after a night's rest, we would wake up with the plan to find food. If, during the night, you were surrounded by some hungry predators, your focus at that moment was no longer on finding food, but on finding safety. Your survival instincts kicked in and overrode your hunger instincts. Today, while things are no longer as black and white, we are still facing similar dilemmas. Now, instead of a choice between food and safety, we're faced with a choice between writing the report that needs to be finished tomorrow or dealing with our boss's latest demand for an update on a project you are working on. Or, as in the case of a client of mine, attending a meeting or dealing with a flat tyre she just discovered. It's very rare for your day to go according to plan. Yet I would still recommend you make a plan. You see, making a plan is less about what you intend to do and more about setting the direction for the day. For example, one of my tasks today is to write the podcast script. It would be fantastic if I was able to finish it in a single day, but the chances of that happening are slim. However, if I can make a start on it and get, say, 30 or 40% of it written before the day's end, that would be good enough. I would be happy with that outcome. The Time Sector System is about setting yourself realistic expectations about what can be accomplished in the week. It's about identifying what is really important and being able to recognise when something that appears important is not really important at all. Once you know what is important, you very quickly learn what is not and can either ignore or delegate it. Let's imagine you've decided that anything your boss asks you to do on top of the work you are employed to do is urgent and important. Then what you have decided is to allow yourself to be overwhelmed, distracted and stressed out. There's a limit to what you can do each day and week. If you prioritise the unknown over the known, you've just set yourself up for a very stressful life. The Time Sector System teaches you to quickly identify what is important so that when something does come across your desk or through Teams or email, you can identify very quickly whether it needs your attention right now or can wait until another day. I saw that someone had written on a discussion board that the time sector system doesn't work because it does not allow for sudden tasks coming in. That's not an accurate assessment of what the time sector system is. What is an accurate description is you prioritise the importance so that when something new does come in, you can make a qualified decision based on what you have already identified as being important that week. Right now, my accountant is drawing up my annual accounts. Each day, she sends me requests for further information, which I need to action that same day. I have no idea what she will ask me for. All I know is that there will be something requested. There's no point in me scheduling time each day for this, as sometimes it may only require 10 minutes. Other times, it could require an hour to find the information. However, When a request does come in, I measure its importance against what else I have planned for the day and can decide whether I need to reschedule something or work a little little longer that day. The important thing is I know what I want and I need to do that day before I begin the day. If I have sudden urgent requests to deal with, then great, I can decide that is where I will apply my time that day. Whether you use the time sector system or not, you will still need to deal with a lot of unknowns. These are a part of life and always will be. Having a method or a strategy for handling these is a critical step to becoming more productive. It's also important to ensure you have a solid collecting system. Many things will come at you today while you're working on something important or are with a a customer you're not going to be able to stop and deal with that immediately. So you should be collecting it somewhere where you can assess its importance when you finish what you are doing. However, before you can accurately assess what is important, you need to know what important looks like. This is why there are two critical preliminary parts to creating a solid productivity system. That is to identify and define what your areas of focus are, While we all share the same eight areas, how we define these will be different for all of us. Equally, the action steps we need to take to keep these in balance will also be different. The second part is to define what your core work is, the work you are employed to do. Now, if you want to learn how to define and develop your areas of focus, you can download the free areas of focus workbook from my website's downloads page. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. If you skip working on these two parts, everything that comes at you will be considered important. You have no frame of reference to determine what is critical and what is not. This means a demand from a boss or a client will be very loud and you'll panic and rush to get whatever you are being asked to do done instead of pausing and assessing whether it is important or not. Now, if you have decided dealing with any request from your boss or customer is part of your core work, then fine. You made that decision, and when a demand comes in, you deal with it. However, for the most part, requests from customers and bosses are not always going to be urgent. They can wait until you finish whatever it is you are doing, or what is the more important thing that needs doing right now. Another reason why you should be pausing and not rushing to deal with demands as they come in is you miss the opportunity to chunk similar tasks together. Chunking or grouping similar tasks is one of the most effective and efficient ways to deal with your work. It prevents context switching, which is very draining on your mental energy. And because you're working on similar tasks at the same time, you will be more focused. A good example of this is managing your messages. It's accepted that going in and out of your email and Teams inbox all day is not a very effective strategy if you want to get important stuff done. It's why one of the best new features in the last 10 years or so has been the ability to turn on Do Not Disturb so you can focus on the work in front of you instead of being inundated with notifications and distracted. Now, how often do you use Do Not Disturb? Managing email and messages should be broken down into two parts. The processing, where you decide what something is and what needs to be done with it. And the doing, where you deal with all your actionable messages. Processing can be done anytime. Although I recommend you do this in between sessions of work. For example, when in a meeting you turn on Do not disturb. So you can focus on the meeting. Once the meeting ends, you can open up your mail and messages and move anything actionable into an Action This Day folder. Then, later in the day, as late in the day as you feel comfortable with, you set aside time to focus on dealing with those messages. I've found that those who do this are more focused and less stressed. Those that don't are not. And it's very basics, Alex. You collect throughout the day. Then before you finish, you go through what you collected and decide what needs to be done and when you will do it. If it needs to be done this week, then you can decide when you will do it based on the other work you have and what your calendar tells you about how much time you have available. If you are squeezed and have little time, you always have the option to negotiate with the other person about when you will do it. And that means your bosses and clients. You'll be surprised how accommodating people are. After all, they're likely to be just as busy as you are. I hope that helps, Alex. Thank you so much for your question. And thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week.